Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Let's get to our guest, Lorraine Tan, Director of Asia Equity Research at Morningstar. Lorraine, I want to ask you um, questions uh, that I might otherwise put to a political analyst, uh, but, but do you think that we are seeing a little bit of a, of a reduction in tensions now, even though we mentioned um, uh, in, in our news flow some of the actions being taken by China? Is it a little bit calmer today than yesterday? Uh, it probably is a little bit calmer because um, there's no, you know, there's no breakout of, uh, of, of uh, anything violence, I guess, in that sense. So there's been no accidents in the streets, for example. Well, I think that does help. Um, but overall, I don't think it reduces the trend of geo, the heightened geopolitical um, risk between the U.S. and China that seems to be here to stay. Uh, we're also looking at the, I guess, hit that we're seeing to Taiwan assets. There's kind of an interesting call coming through from Sokjen that you should short Taiwanese stocks while buying South Korean shares as a hedge and really try and get your exposure to the chip makers that way. Is that sort of something that you would be looking at too? Um, no, I think we tend to favor we tend to favor the company's uh, individual. Um, um, characteristics more so. So I think if there's a quality company like TSMC is, um, we definitely would continue to, to be buyers of TSMC over others because of its, its own competitive advantages. The property woes in China, Lorraine, very much at the centre of investors, I guess, fears for how you position towards the latter part of the year. You quite like Swire Properties, though, and we've got a lot of concerns that the developers' earnings risk could actually escalate on these rate hikes we're seeing from the Fed. Just tell us what's behind your pick here. Yeah, I think the Swire pick is very much, uh, uh, you know, an entity that, that you know, that has a... a um, a very long history of uh, solid management strategies, and it's also got a very strong financial position as well. We're also we also like Swire because of the anticipated uh, recovery of Hong Kong. Uh, we're looking for uh, obviously an easing in the COVID restrictions, which seems to be on the cards for Hong Kong, and we're expecting to see retail activity pick up. Um, I think all that points to some uh, uh, recovery in in rental income for Swire. Um, and that's part of the reason why we do like it. It is obviously trading um, at, at low values that sort of reflects all the risk that's been going on, especially with the uncertainty of the, the reopening of Hong Kong. 
Takes a lot of faith, uh, but very interesting and good to hear, Lorraine. Um, Hang Seng Index obviously tumbling below 20,000. We started off uh, around 25,000 earlier this year. I want to get you to muse over something. Uh, it takes me a minute to lay it out. I mentioned I didn't think there was anything all that new in what the Fed speakers said. And we also had some recent data showing that U.S. job openings in June fell to a nine-month low. Now, that's a sign of weakening job growth and perhaps a weakening economy. And you'd think that that would lead to a bid in U.S. Treasuries. Yet just the opposite happened. So I want to raise the uh, sort of elephant in the room question. Uh, is it I mean, how likely is it that China, as the biggest holder of treasuries, is dumping treasuries now and using the so-called nuclear option? Yeah, that's a good question. I I wondered that myself, too. But um, I don't know, and they're not going to say um, until, you know, there's any updates in the data. Um, I think it's—I it's, mean, I think it's going to be a last resort uh, for China. I think internally— I mean, um, you can say that geopolitics at this point would be a lot of would be more rhetoric than anything else. So until you know, obviously uh, something um, uh, a trigger uh, leads to uh, greater action, but I don't really see that quite happening yet. I think uh, the Chinese priorities are definitely to get some of the trade tariffs removed. So those negotiations are ongoing. I think as far as China goes. They do realize that they domestically they have um, their own economic issues that they need to deal with. So first and foremost is how to uh, get themselves out of the, the COVID restrictions and a COVID lockdown. So I think that's much more key to the domestic recovery for China. And when it comes to that domestic recovery, as we're looking for, I guess, opportunity as well, you mentioned some of your picks earlier, but tell us what else, what else you're looking at, particularly as we start to see a little bit more potential improvement in these macroeconomic conditions. Yeah, so, I mean, we're looking at, because of the uncertainty out there, and a lot of that is to do, obviously, with the, how, how prolonged inflation is, how, um, and especially supply-side issues, uh, particularly, and that has a lot to do with the, the Ukraine war as well. Um, we still tend to favor companies that we think are able to pass on the, you know, rising costs or one, uh, companies that we think are, are basically leaders in their markets and are also trading at, uh, Deep discounts differ value estimates. So this is going to be companies like it could be TSMC, as I mentioned previously. Also, some of the Chinese internet players. I mean, Alibaba has taken a hit. The ADR delisting risk still remains. But you know, with their shift to um, with their application for the primary listing in Hong Kong and the improving liquidity of their Hong Kong shares trade, uh, we think that's an opportunity to pick up there. The cash flows for Alibaba are very strong, as it is for Tencent as well. So All right, Alibaba, Tencent, Yum China, I see as well. Lorraine, great to chat to you. We'll see you again later on TV. Lorraine Tan, Director of Asia Equity Research at Morningstar, on the line from Singapore. This is Bloomberg. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, let's face it. If you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. There's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? 
With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.